right. Oh man, I'd be her American boy anytime. Throwing down on the on the yay, I am shocked and appalled, sir. <laughs> on Christmas? <laughs> Hey, Jews killed Jesus. He's trying to kill the Jews. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to just stay out of that one as per usual. But... Let's skip right over that. <laughs> yeah, this was a, a funny uh, year, honestly. I was seeing some stuff on like AP uh, about like year in review, and they were a lot of shit was titled like Year of the Slap. <laughs> I loved it. I love the slappiest it. Year. It was definitely it, the slappiest year. It's the year of the slap. I'm a huge fan of that. It's funny that here we are in December, and still the slap is as funny as the day it happened. It's funny it's the year of the slap after everything that happened. Great call. We it's did not the year of <laughs> the money. president's son laundering money <laughs> through <laughs> Ukraine. That is now a war zone. <laughs> What's your opinion it's, now? I mean, we started the year... It's not, it's not the year of the CIA admitting they killed Kennedy. Uh... Yeah, once again, are you shocked that that one snuck through or that no one cares? I contend no one cares because it's like, it's one of those duh moments, you yeah, know, like, oh, I kn- yeah. we all know that. We've known it for a long time. Now you're admitting it? Okay, great. How about some deets? That's what we want now. We want the yeah. details. Can't I want to see the yeah. We want to know where you guys were. I just want to know. Bush do it. That's what we get. <laughs> we get some Bush details. Uh, you know, I'm a firm believer in one of the shooters being the guy in the car. Mm. A lot of theories out there that the driver and or the dude in the front seat pulled the main shot. Um, a lot of weird stuff. I don't know about that, that one. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a weird year. Did you they see? They admitted there's UFOs. Well, did you see the UFO over Vegas uh, this weekend? No, I didn't. It was trending on TikTok, my favorite these days, and uh, it was on Twitter trending as well. There was this gigantic triangular UFO hovering over uh, Vegas. And it was captured on film by many different people, and it was all over the internet. That's ours. I'm looking at it right now. I definitely think it was ours. And you know me, I'm a huge believer in the idea that Project Bluebeam is a real deal, and that we are going to stage some bizarre very realistic looking alien type maybe not invasion but appearance there's going the government is going to be able to holographically stage you know aliens i really believe they're going to do it i think i dude i saw this trending and i was like this is it we're start they're starting the show i don't know man that does look weird it's weird because uh, there's a lot of angles like from different locations throughout yeah, vegas it- it's weird. It's creepy. Correct? It's, it's got to be so... Why did they go over Vegas? Here's another weird thing. It happens during a storm. There's all this cloud coverage, so it's indiscriminate. Many people on the ground, because of the cloud coverage, can't make out exactly the shape. But lots of eyewitness accounts. It's all over Reddit, Twitter, TikTok. <clears throat> it broke on TikTok and then switched over to Twitter as far as trending. Well, yeah. It's almost like uh, it's almost like they think the people on the ground can't see them because of the clouds, but the clouds aren't thick enough, right? Pretty strange. You know? What's uh, what's your take on this? You're watching it right now, I presume. Yeah, it's a bizarre. It's movie. yeah. There's a lot of different uh, takes. Most you of them. Get... <clears throat> no, go ahead. No, most of them are from the strip, but there are a few that are from off strip. And uh, it's a bizarre, it's bizarre footage. I'd love to hear your your thought on it. I, I was catching it this morning, and I, I all I could think is, okay, here we go. This is a great way to kind of kickstart the whole Blue Beam Project, Blue Beam. Let's scare the shit out of people. Vegas, Nevada, <laughs> come on, that's a perfect place. We have all our stuff out there to stage this, you know, this kind of shit. So I, I feel like 
this is, you know, a lot of the predictions we're saying too, 2023, this is the year we're going to, we're going to get all that alien action. So bring it on is what I'm seeing in this video. And yeah. it kind of looks hokey. It looks like a holographic kind of, um, I would, I'm kind of thinking that maybe they're using the clouds to make the hologram. Exactly. That was my take. You're, you're yeah. utilizing the natural uh, elements there, too. And not even naturally. For a long time, I've been trying to like rack my brain. Like, what's the deal with chemtrails? Like, what could you use chemtrails for? Well, what if you use chemtrails to spray these artificial-looking cloud coverage, and then you could stage, essentially, on this <laughs> screen, if you will, an alien invasion? <laughs> So maybe chem chemtrailing has just been a practice, a way to practice, you know, creating Building the screen, creating a screen to stage the alien invasion through holographic imagery. And by, how are they going to use the holographic imagery? Well, that's where Elon comes into play, because not only does he own the satellites circling the globe to create mm. this imagery, but he also now owns Twitter where he could dictate how we discuss what we're experiencing. Which is why I've always feared the takeover of Twitter with Elon because he now, and I'm, I don't mean he himself, I'm saying tw Twitter now is owned by the Department of Defense. Elon works for and with the Department of Defense. Now they own Twitter and they are owning the Starlink or whatever this thing is floating around Earth that could easily at one point or another, I can assume, do other things that you know than other than what they're advertising. My my presumption. And who am I, Mike? Just an idiot. So I uh, <laughs> like to throw that out there. But I think it's a valid observation. Yeah, it seems like a lot to you know. Well, does this seed. not fit? How long have I been per kind yeah. of putting out this idea that there's going to be a holographic a false alien? Whatever presence. Yeah, I don't invasion. think that's gonna happen. Uh, that's I. I think COVID was kind of the precursor, the beta test, if you will, to how do we. Well, call you know what the, the good news is? If they do a holographic alien invasion, is Bruce Willis did sell his AI rights, so they can do an AI Bruce Willis that fights him. It saves the world. Oh my God, that's brilliant. I think I just found a sixth element. <laughs> I think I. I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. I find, and everyone should take a look at this. It's all over. It's very Googleable, if you will. Correct, Mike? You found it very quickly, right? No, it's really hard. I only found one video. Oh, seriously? Oh, well, see, they're suppressing yeah, it already, you, folks. It's real. You got to go on to um, DuckDuckGo. I found it on Twitter, Reddit. Yeah, or you could go straight to Twitter. Yeah, it was on YouTube, I believe, as well. Which kind no, of no YouTube won't. Fucking oh, they've pull already it up. scrubbed it. Okay, maybe it's legit then, man. They're giving me stories from like five years ago. We can be experiencing a legit invasion. Oh no! What do we do? Hopefully, they'll let us podcast. If we can continue podcasting, then I'm okay with the invasion, right? <laughs> I'm down to watch the videos and joke about them on uh, on our show. Unless they work for Pfizer. Yeah, that's right. This is all staged by Fauci. What if they come in and they're uh, on their ship is just a big Pfizer sticker? Oh my god, that's a great call. Has anyone seen Dashik in a while? What's he up to? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> what kind of shit is Dashik cooking up at this point? Where is Dashik? <laughs> Never heard of. <laughs> fucking dashik i can't wait to see the the uh fauci trials they're coming right are you now on board with we're doing them Rand paul is going oh. after him they're he needs to come in dressed like dave Chappelle in that one skit about the drug dealer when he does the fifth pleads the, the fifth, fifth. <laughs> he's got the sign <laughs> i plead the fifth <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would be down with that, but Fauci, he's got too much pride. Mr. Paul, <laughs> with so many to choose from, I believe I will choose the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> too much pride, man. He's going he's gonna to come in there 
triple masked and red faced and arguing. Oh and my yelling. god! No, 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 no! Bet right here, dude. I bet you right here. You think he's gonna mask? I gotta tell you, man. We were shopping for the holidays here and uh, like grocery shopping. I saw some mask action back. I saw, yeah, I saw a lot of it. You know who? Predominantly the Muslim community around here. Really? Wow. Oh, unbelievable. They wear the weird little hat and then the fucking mask. <laughs> I did not see that. Uh, we were seeing mostly, well, you know, fat white suburban moms with the mask. That's kind of what, what we're getting at here. Hmm. That's really all you have. This is true. It's we Colorado. have a very diverse community over here. We don't believe in diversity here in Colorado, Mike. Uh, we have one <laughs> type of person. Yeah, we're really offended if you bring it up. No one's allowed to talk <laughs> about, about it. white people. It's very offensive. Complain, complaining about how diversity is a great thing. We pass a lot of <laughs> racial plus diversity laws here, but uh, not a lot of diversity. Dude, I had this lady tell me the other day, <laughs> you won't believe this fucking, it took everything I had to like bite my tongue. <laughs> yeah. She was asking me about, I was doing plumbing at a school. She's a teacher. She was like asking oh, yeah. me some questions. Nice. She's like, you know, my son wants to be a plumber. Oh, yeah. And I was like, she's like, I don't know. She started talking about it. I, I, was, just trying to, I was just trying to explain to her that, oh, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's a hard process. Very hard process. Good call. Uh, I like the honesty right off the bat. That's good. It's very hard to get in. Oh, yeah. The union. Very nice. It's hard to get into the union, and it's just a very tough life outside the union to like get to to get to that license, you know? Sure, yeah. And then anyway, she then goes out of this thing. Well, she goes, yeah. Plus, he's a black man, so he probably can't get a chance. And dude, I just wanted to be like, where do you think you live? This is 2022 Chicago. Nobody is giving more chances to black men. <laughs> Nobody is getting more chances than a black man. In Chicago right now, you know what I mean? Uh, sure, but also, congratulations on your defeatist mentality and your victimhood culture you- that you're raising your child in. <laughs> you know, we no, used no, to no, look- no, 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 Frank, that was the whole thing, too. You, so you overlooked the fact that I talked about the, the 14 months of drains I spent just riding trains, the four-year schooling, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was trying to, after all that, all you got from it was, like, he probably doesn't stand a chance because he's a black man. Like, what about, like, ah, uh, uh, I'm just, like, so grossed out and disgusted. And yes, it was gross. This, it was very stuff. gross to take the conversation there, right? And you know what kills me? There's a black, fe- there's, there's a black female in the class. You know, don't tell me for one second she is going to have to carry as much pipe as I'm going to have to carry. <laughs> right? Or do as much of the bullshit that I'm going to have to do. She's just not. So don't tell me that, dude. Don't fucking sit uh, here. The, the victimhood culture is a toxic <clears throat> mentality, and to raise a child on that is horrible for that person. The We can't come from a time where people were raised on the idea of it doesn't matter how poor I am or the color of my skin or what I believe and God wise, like I, I can rise up and become anything I want to be. Now the mentality that we're giving to these children is, oh, you're a victim because of this culture and all these people oppress you and you'll never, even though you want to be a plumber, you'll never be it because you're black. Look at you. There's no black, ah, there's no black plumbers, Frank. I really wanted to tell her like, oh, you're right. This is Chicago. There's no, I haven't seen one black plumber. Now that you mentioned it, there's not one. It doesn't even matter. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, there's so many black plumbers. It's crazy. Like Even if black or white or whatever, it, it doesn't matter. What's shocking to me is how people no longer want to strive up and rise above. It's all about what are you going to give me because I'm here. Right. And that is such a sad way to live life. You're not going to be fulfilled and... In your endeavors, if you're just waiting for the gift from government to help you, it's it's a horrible way to go through the world, and you you will never be satisfied with your existence. Yeah, and truly, money is worthless. You need money to survive, 
and having more money than others, yes, definitely, you probably are having a better time. But truly, truly, you should earn that money. And if you don't earn it and you're given it, it's not the same. That's the truth. Man, I, f- I feel bad for anyone with the victim mentality, especially the victim mentality. You could be ho-hum, I'm poor, or I'm the son of immigrants. I wasn't, you know, I didn't go on the fancy vacations. Or you, you could go through life and say, well, let me make an adventure of this. Let me, I think let me it's because we, I don't know. Cause I always looked at it the flip side. It's like, well, you know what? They got us here. I didn't get to go to the Bahamas. But at least I got to grow up in the in Arlington Heights and not fucking Pandusa, Italy. Right? I think I think it's a difference between you know being selfish and being grateful. Yeah, that's a good call. Because my th- my thinking my whole life was I'm gonna make the money so that I could go to the Bahamas. Yes, right? absolutely. Someday I'm gonna earn that. Right. Someday I'm, I'll treat yeah. I'll treat my folks to a trip to the oh, Bahamas. That would be the, the yeah, ultimate yeah. dream, right? That, and that's yeah. where, you know, I feel like somewhere our culture went backwards, man. Oh, that's a good call, dude. Yeah, that's, a, that's where the mentality is different. We weren't allowed to be victims. It was more like, you better be thankful for what you got. I, I was born in front of a fireplace on a stone floor. <laughs> you know? Let me tell you a story everyone in my family knows. Uh, our grandfather walked two miles in a snowstorm to the factory at Radio Flyer that he worked at only to be told that they had shut it down for the day because the storm was impossible for anyone to arrive there. And this is like in the 60s, I believe, or 70s. This was in the 70s, yeah. The storm was so bad that nobody showed up because they couldn't drive. Except for our grandfather who walked there. (laughs) (laughs) Famously, correct? Oh, yeah. They paid him for the whole day. And they cut him a check for the whole day and sent him (laughs) back home. That's, That's a man. Yeah. That's manliness. Yeah, dude. That's how you provide, baby. Dude, this fucking, they were predicting this blizzard, which I gotta tell you, it didn't even cover the blades of grass. You can still see the grass (laughs) through the snow. And, uh, so many people were, like, already planning on just not coming to work the next day. They're like, well, it's gonna be impossible. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's incredible. And uh, he just walked, huh? Well, Mike... That's crazy. He was just a fortunate man to live in times before the bomb cyclone! (laughs) This morning, a Christmas Eve Arctic blast is pummeling the eastern U.S. Buffalo battered with a historic blizzard. Wind gusts exceeding 70 miles per hour, causing whiteout conditions. There's cars about 35, 40 feet away. You can barely see them. Knocking out power. I am actually doing this briefing from home uh, without power. (laughs) And prompting a travel ban throughout the area. This is an epic statewide hazard. There's no other way to describe this. The rapidly intensifying system known as a bomb cyclone turning deadly. Ohio's governor announcing four people died in weather-related accidents. At least three people killed in Kentucky. The last second shopping is not worth it if it would cost you your life. Lake effect snow leaving a trail of car crashes and traffic pileups. More than a million people lost power. Flash floods followed by frigid temperatures could spell more trouble today in New York. The storm bringing holiday travel to its knees. Ground stops keeping planes out of the air from Seattle to Charlotte, Milwaukee to Memphis. Seattle's ice storm prompting Alaska Airlines to cancel more than 500 flights. Across the country, nearly 6,000 cancellations and more than 10,000 delays. And believe it or not, some people are braving the elements voluntarily. Across the lake, the Chicago Bears are taking on the Buffalo hey. Bills. The At kickoff, the temperature is... The Bears! The Bears! to feel like <laughs> 9 degrees below zero. Guys, if you're looking for tickets, they have also crashed. They're about ten dollars. Um, that's some dedicated yeah. fans. That's to to- fucking right. That's some dedicated fans, baby. That's <laughs> Chicago. They don't fuck around. Did they say ten dollars? I might go. Is that tomorrow? It already uh, was going on, and I think they're losing. But it's a uh-huh. good game. They're putting up a fight. But uh, yeah. Bears. Yeah, good thing I didn't go. Go Bears. 
Yeah, I got the same ten bucks. I love this is a national broadcast is on uh, Good Morning America, and they had to pick a city to pick on, and they chose Chicago. Congratulations, <laughs> guys. They made fun of you. We're the butt of most jokes. The weather's worse in Cleveland, and they chose to pick on Chicago. Kind of strange, but I'll take it. I thought it was yeah. great. You know, $10 a ticket. You could probably get equal uh, tickets here in Denver because the Broncos are one of the, if not the, worst team in the NFL. They're just total wow, trash. Really? Absolute trash. They spent all this money on Russell Wilson. They're total trash. I would rather pen. I would rather spend ten dollars to sit in the cold to watch the Bears than I would spend any amount of money in the nice weather here to see the Broncos. Yeah, with you, I'd rather stay home than go to either one. Yeah, I don't like spending money for football games. It's a total fucking ripoff. You can barely see the game. They stop every 10 seconds for commercial breaks. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? It's not a real game anymore. No, it's WWE. It's a it's show. WWE. Yes, absolutely. I like how they threw it in there on this uh, weather forecast of the bomb cyclone. Yeah, dude, Buffalo gets hit every year. Well, they only care right. this year because Buffalo is supposed to win the Super Bowl, so it's all in the national news. And I promise you, Buffalo will win the Super Bowl. Timestamp this one, Mike, and go back to it on Jan- <laughs> in, in the end of January. I'm serious. <laughs> I want you to bring this clip. I can't this- timestamp time it. You just need a pen and paper. <laughs> 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 all right, well, we'll bring it up next time. In two months, Frank's prediction. I'm just going to throw down some money now, now that I called it. I should just do it. Put my money where my uh, microphone is, as I like to say, right? Yeah, obviously. And bet on the uh, Bills to win the Super Bowl. It's not a wildly crazy bet. They are supposed to win the Super Bowl, which is why they're they're not going to win. No, you don't think so? No Bills? No. No Bills? No. Really? What is the maestro uh, of sports, uh, Uncle Gasse? Who's his pick for the... Uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't asked him. I got to give him I... a call. We'll have to uh, maybe get him on the show. He's the uh, sports Stradamus, if you will. He's pretty good at predicting the outcomes. Hmm. I'm trying to think, man. Who would be a good team to win this year? If you don't go by players or anything, if you just go by like the politics and the show of it all. Oh, you're uh, airing on my side here. Conspiracy yeah. tin hat, uh, you know, tin hat, if you will. Yeah. Sports predictions. For me, I think we're looking at a. I'm looking at Ohio, man. Ohio, wow! I don't know. Ohio about that needs one, something, no, or like a South Dakota, uh, Carolina. We're going to go politics, y'all. I would say uh, California is going to be the winner on some level. And or... Yeah, that would be my call. Buffalo. I was thinking New York or California, and Buffalo seems about right. Thinking like a a Carolina. Oh, yeah? All right. They need something. Well, see, you got to look at it from a gambling perspective. I think that's the way you got to go. Yeah. Because the gambling is what runs it all. And that's the truth. I, I'm not too savvy with the gambling with that stuff. But. Yeah, they run the world. Oh, the gamblers? Oh, yeah, man, for sure. Well, it's not the gamblers, it's the fixers. <laughs> they run the world. And the that's, gamblers are the that's again, why the UFO scenario in uh, Vegas, man, that's, it interests me that that was going on there. I'm like, ooh, that's... Yeah, I don't think it's UFO. I don't know what that is. It might just be our new helicopter. Yeah, are you thinking it's our? Uh, we're showcasing the new stealth bomber that we were um, showboating a few weeks ago. Remember that they unveiled it in the hangar with they like whipped off that silk yeah. blanket and like oh yeah, I was impressed. It looked like a UFO. Our shit looks like UFOs. Yeah, it does look weird. 
all of our new age, crazy, awesome stuff that we've been testing for 30, 40 years that we unveil now looks like fucking UFOs, man. Yeah, well, it's the future, man. Right? So the shit that they're testing now, like the, the Tic Tac that Joe Rogan's obsessed over, that's our shit, man. We're testing awesome yeah. stuff. We have like crazy kick-ass technology. Come on, we own space, baby. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. We're we're monsters of this fucking little realm that we call Earth. We have to be. There's only otherwise we'd be speaking Chinese and we'd be under COVID lockdowns like they are. <laughs> no, China can't own the world. And why is that? Here's what blows my mind about China, man. We're talking about like a thousand plus year culture oh longer yeah no they why aren't they running the fucking world why aren't they the fucking number one what are we doing what do we got that makes us number one i think it was the shift in technology that's a point there became a point where numbers don't matter right because I don't care about your arrows. I got a machine gun that'll take out all of you. Do you think our country's obsession with controlling the narrative of World War II is because we consumed a lot of the tech and scientists from those Nazis and we can't really uh, be public so much about how we're very advanced because of Nazi technology? Well, yeah, but it's what made us dominant. That's what I'm we- saying. We're like that's the only thing that made those bombs, man, that we dropped on Japan really just Dude, changed if, everything. Yeah, but I'm it's crazy that like if the Nazis were so advanced or they were rocking such advanced technology or really experimenting and getting into that realm, how did we take them over? Or you know what I'm saying? Did we maybe make an alliance? Or did we really no, I like, think they were just too over-reliant on, like, new experimental drugs that they didn't fully understand, primarily, uh, like, methamphetamines. <laughs> you think we really had the tech, though, if they were, like, so advanced and then all of a sudden they were working in America? Yeah, too- it's kind of weird. Yeah, they made too many mistakes. So you're saying the politics and the hubris maybe took over, and they weren't able. Absolutely, to, yeah. That's so, only everybody will tell any historian will tell you they. That's the only reason they lost. They were gonna. They were definitely gonna take over the world. Ooh. If he probably, I mean, probably if he just waited longer to attack Russia, they could have won the world. That's uh, that's scary stuff. If only they it had. Goes down to, it goes down to even like their uniforms. Like, we're just this, like, heavy wool that, I don't know, they, they, they killed their soldiers and they took advantage of them. And yeah, the methamphetamine probably took them down more than anything. So when it comes to the Nazis in World War II, we're going to say, uh, we'll chalk it up to close but no cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I could dig it. <laughs> Here's the problem with the Nazis. Somebody should put that on Hitler's tombstone. (laughs) Close, but no cigar, and then put a put a new cigar every day, just out of harm's reach of the tomb. And on Bill Clinton's tombstone, it'll say, "Thanks for the cigar." (laughs) Too close. (laughs) See how that works. You know, I'm talking about the cigar. Dipped it in the pussy. We all know. <laughs> Dipped in honey, you say? The problem with Hitler is he he was missing a few components, and here's my argument. Hear me out here. If he if you really need to take over the world, you gotta start with a really solid insurrection and you need horns guy. And uh <laughs> you know Well, Hitler, your first mistake was you did not follow the velvet ropes. You're there for a reason, <laughs> number bud. One, number one, Come didn't on. follow the velvet ropes. Number two, you didn't grab the wheel of your own SS uh guys driving you around. That's the uh, biggest <laughs> problem here. Mike, the biggest news of the week. I can't believe this you predicted it. 
They didn't do it on Monday. They fucking did it on Friday. Oh, my God. It's the finale, baby. Come on. I thought we already had the finale. You guys will not go away. This is the finale finale of the finale. This is the finale of the finale. So this is actually just the review of the This is the final paperwork of the finale. This is the final where we release the finale. Committee dropping their final report. Oh, sorry. Tonight, the January 6th Select Committee <laughs> dropping is. their final report <laughs> and making it clear the final report. The finale where we dropped the final report, finally. <laughs> they believe former President Trump should never It's going to be presented to you again. by Findlay. <laughs> Had it not been uh, for the encouragement of Donald Trump, would have never occurred. The report drives home the committee's belief that Mr. Trump was principally responsible for the January 6th attack. It outlines 11 recommendations. Among them, reform of the Insurrection Act that would prevent the former president from serving again in public office. The report gives examples of Mr. Trump and his top aides engaging in at least 200 apparent acts of public or private outreach, pressure, or condemnation. Evidence Democratic Committee member Jamie Raskin says shows January 6th was no accident. What do you hope their biggest takeaway is? The first thing everybody should know is that there was nothing remotely spontaneous about this. This was not like uh, a big rally that got out of hand. Mr. Trump has blasted the committee, which is composed of seven Democrats and two Republicans, all fierce critics of the former president, as, quote, highly partisan and a witch hunt and blaming House Speaker Nancy Pelosi for not properly protecting the Capitol ahead of January 6th. The report does cite security and intelligence failures, but fails to unpack them in any degree of specificity. Democratic committee member Adam Schiff said reforms in that area are necessary. The failure to assimilate that intelligence, the failure to act upon it, uh, we set out in our conclusion, uh, left that Capitol uh, unprepared for the violence that ensued. The committee's criminal referrals carry no legal weight. The decision to prosecute the president will be up to the new special counsel. Oh, okay, next. Well, I'm finally done with this finale. Well, Mike, I uh, gave you this news story for three minutes, but ultimately uh, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> next. None of this means anything. Yeah. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You guys spent all this time and money to figure out that 12 people who, th- nine people who thought Donald Trump was an asshole still still believe he's an <laughs> asshole. Like, that's, that's all we figured out here. Great call on the releasing of the info uh, the Friday before Christmas. Great call. Yeah, who just, the fuck was paying attention? They Frank? had oh, to buddy. bury it so dumb. They, they needed to end this, right? So yeah. here we that's are. That's how you know it's a flop. Are, are we going to be uh, debated still on this where we're heading into the, the uh, what is it, the Jan 6th anniversary? Am I on celebration side and you are still on? No, they're going to bury it side? I think they're going to bury it. I think you may be right. I'm going to transition as, as oh, always no been way. predicted. Uh, yeah, no, I think they're burying it. I think this was a huge I think they'll bust. mention it, but I don't think it's going to be a huge... Huge bust. They got to leave Congress anyways. Cheney's out. These are all a bunch of nincompoop uh, jabronis. Nobody cares what they think about this. And I think they stretched it out so long to the point where people realized it was a fucking circus. Yeah, everybody realized the first day when you didn't let anybody from the other side in. You literally only picked two Republicans who ought... You can't have... You just picked a jury of nine people, <laughs> and all nine of them agreed this guy was guilty before the case. I like. I just um. I like that uh, they dragged it out this long and made such a goofball issue out of it. It's very funny to me. It kind of really hammered home the whole Trump derangement syndrome. Oh, you guys yeah. are more obsessed with Trump than people who support the guy. It's kind of than the, yeah, the people who voted for him. Yeah, no, it's kind of weird. And the fact that you took it all the way to this point, I would argue that there's more support for Ron DeSantis in the Republican Party than there is for Trump. <laughs> and you guys are still hammering on Trump, and that made it more silly. The longer you stretched it out, the more silly it got. Yeah, it's really weird. So good it call. It is really Mike. weird how obsessed you guys are with Trump. Right? 
I don't know. Come on. I think it's funny. And, it, and, and actually, and it goes both ways, because I said the same thing about Donald Trump and, like, the right-wing news uh, back in 2016, 2017, or 2017 and 2018, when they were still talking about Hillary Clinton. I was like, come <laughs> on. We're two years in. Like, oh, give the it up. butter emails, right? Butter emails. Yeah, I was like, dude, like, come on. Remember the midterms were coming up, yeah. and he was fucking still hammering. I'm, I'm like, dude, let's give it up. I don't know. You brought up an interesting point in a previous episode this week where we were discussing Hollywood being like two years behind because of production and how long it takes for them to kind of catch up with culture now. Politics yeah. almost seems similar, and even the media, right? Culture moves so quickly, opinion changes so rapidly that it's as if both sides seem out of date almost daily. Yeah, that's a good call. Which is kind of the daily silliness that we're experiencing. And it is silliness. It's com- like uh, Happy Shwarma or Schwanza. What did uh, <laughs> Shwarma? You know what I'm saying? Nancy, Shwarma. Nancy Pelosi and her Happy Schwanza. Like she's so, <laughs> she's so hyper consumed and drunk, but like uh, hyper consumed. <laughs> oh no, she literally cannot say anything right. There's so many fucking that, hurdles to jump that's over. That's why I've so many words. Like literally, this is an old lady who just wants to say, Have a Merry Christmas. Literally. But she has to jump through so many fucking hurdles. That, thank you. That's that my point. She, that's what's so she's funny. She's bound to trip over one. You know what I mean? You because have it made cr- it fucking impossible. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say happy Kwanzaa, <laughs> Merry Christmas, and uh, Hanukkah, everything, whatever you celebrated. Shwarma Swanza. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what about everybody? But it's like, no matter what, you can't, even if you got the fucking holidays right, you got the fucking pronouns wrong, you know? <laughs> That's my point. It's like, it's no so- matter what, this, you can't, yeah, you're it, right. It became so much for this 82-year-old woman, she just said Shwarmza. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard half of Joe Biden's speeches? It's just one long word. He's afraid to break it up. That's his mind in the middle of a word changing the pronouns and the acronyms, you know? His brain can't even keep... His lips can't keep up with his brain trying to decipher all the pronouns. He's just like... America. It's just this baby food mixture of words just like spewing out of their lips. They don't even know what to say anymore. That's what you've reduced <laughs> to be, these to, politicians. To be honest, to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. <laughs> if I was a Democrat during the holidays, I'd just shut up. The future president in like ten years will be like, ladies and gentlemen, or no, they're gonna say, "I'd like to address all the of the nation and just say." We're five years away from every speech just being John Fetterman. Ladies and gentlemen, good night. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's it. They just go home. They call it the Fetterman. (laughs) That's why you can't say ladies and gentlemen. People of America. I can't even say America anymore. Jesus Christ. Did you hear about this one? Oh, no. Oh my god, you please. Say, dude, you can't say America and you cannot Frank. No. One of the way. worst things you could do is no. call um people of the United States Americans. Please elaborate on this. I love this so much. I live this is why we have the show, baby. Come on. <laughs> give me this one. Yes. Because by saying you, Frank, are an American. Oh yeah. Because you live in the United States of America. This is true and correct, sir. You are inferring that an El Salvadorian mm-hmm. is not a, an American. Oh. When in fact, he does live within the Americas. Wow. So Truly, I have once so again ig- been proven ig- a big... So ignore, ignore 300 years of uh, cultural understanding. <laughs> wow. We need to change our entire language. And they haven't come up with a word for us yet. Mm. But they keep, you're supposed to just refer to us as the people of the United States. Because you can't even say citizen, because some people that live here aren't citizens. This is very true, yes. They have not been proven. Right. And you would say, well, if right. El Salvadoran comes here, you could just call him an American, right? Because he's not a citizen, but he lives... But, yeah, but what if it's like a Haitian? Oh, oh wow. God. Yeah. Then it's a non-American <laughs> living in the United States, non-citizen. Right. Oh. So you're just people of the United States of America. 
Does anyone see? This goes back to TikTok. I'm telling you, they've uh, fucked with our culture so far, we can't even identify as Americans anymore. <laughs> you know what's got to happen is uh, we got to hate the French again. I'm, no, I'm no, bringing he, this back. We got to hate the French. Well, no, Frank, the guy... Uh, the and guy I like our French explain- listeners. We got French listeners out there. You know, a huge fan, guys. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, you're all right. Not the snail shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, ha- the guy who was telling me that, my argument to that was, right, is you could go anywhere in the world, right? Sure. And you could say, I'm going to America. All right. And every single person understands you're going to the greatest country in the Americas. Oh. <laughs> right? Definitely. There's, there's only one destination in the Americas. Mm. That's America. I'm an American. You know, what what's a better world? We're all united under one rule, or we each have our own places and rules. And then, if you would prefer to live in those places, you can immigrate to those places. What's a better world? Yeah, I don't know. Better. I don't know. Nah. I don't like the globalist agenda. I'm <laughs> not into everybody having one rule, and I don't think everybody else is. I think it scares the shit out of more of these. Smaller, other culturally uh, centric countries. America's funny because we're such a mixing pot. Like, we, you know, I don't think you could really ultimately always define what America is, but I feel like the Constitution is the main draw. And the idea of I can come here and have religious belief freedom, I can be who I want. Uh, my family can become prosperous, open up businesses. That was always kind of the main draw. And there was no, there was supposed to be no persecution. In our, I do, I do think that's going to be the one thing that like, uh, that's going to be our downfall. Is that the downfall of America? That, that it was have, this like, place? A national religion. You're saying that the government should be based around a religion? I would argue America is already based on the belief uh, in God. And yeah, there but is we don't a... have like a <clears throat> You have to look at like uh dude, it is known for sure. Like those those areas in Pakistan, Afghanistan, like they're never really conquered. I right? showed Emma a video this morning. It was from a mall in Iran. Did you see this? It was going viral. Uh, Iranian women are universally rejecting the hijab and the uh, facial coverings. Oh, they're going to kill them all. Apparently, it's going all around. It's a big deal. We could be seeing something that was going on in the 70s where they were allowed to do this before... You know, the uh, Iranian guard took over or whatever it was. And I I, I just think, look, I don't know. We're living in funky times right now. Mike, do you think they're going to do like a full-on... They're just going to keep executing protests until you you people stop. That's so dark. (laughs) Yeah, really? You think they're just going to... Why wouldn't you? (laughs) That's what I would do. I was trying to maintain power. People here in America see that and they're like, yeah, hell yeah, man. Freedom, baby. Yeah, because people in America are stupid and they don't understand, like... Maybe that pushes more the idea that America's still a great country. You don't think that... It's because Americas have never faced true evil and, like, powerful people of true evil. All right. You know? Sure. I hear you. I dig it. Um, and I'm going to jump at you with a little patriotism, my man. And I'm curious about this. I saw it on CBS today. I thought of you. And I uh, don't know much about ranks and military and how this all goes. But uh, apparently they decided to sneak this in with the giant spending bill that we were talking about earlier and all that stuff. But uh, here we go. On Friday, President Biden signed a measure authorizing a record $858 billion for the Pentagon. The National Defense Authorization Act includes pay raises for service members, funding for ships, tanks, and aircraft, 
and military support for Taiwan and Ukraine. But buried within the legislation is a provision given. Did they sneak Taiwan in there? Because oh, I didn't know. I didn't know there. that war started yet. But okay, we're there. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant a promotion to the military's highest rank. David Martin explains why it's coming 157 years after the Civil War ended. General Ulysses S. Grant had been consigned to history as the stolid and plotting Union general who defeated the daring and dashing Confederate General Robert E. Lee. No longer. If there's an historic wrong, let's make it right. Senator Sherrod Brown sponsored a provision in the massive defense spending bill that promotes Grant to General of the Armies, a rank held by only two other Americans, George Washington, commander of the Revolutionary Army, and Black Jack Pershing, commander of American forces. Man, can we get some old names up in here and the people? Uh, yeah. Black Jack Pershing, dude, I fucking love that. That's good stuff. <laughs> you, just, you can picture his beard and mustache. Absolutely. Stoic and beautiful in World War One. I think it's uh, always good to revisit history and to shine a bright light on those who have done well. Brown could be accused of bias since he's the senator from Ohio, which was Grant's home state. But ask retired General David Petraeus. Grant truly was the man who saved the Union. <laughs> we should find a better general. <laughs> individual in uniform that ultimately ensured that the North won that war and that the Union was preserved. As America's deadliest war ground on with no end in sight, President Lincoln turned in desperation to Grant, who took command and chased Lee all the way to the courthouse at Appomattox and accepted his surrender. He is arguably the greatest battlefield general in American military history. Uh, no other U.S. Army general did what he did, which was to demonstrate true brilliance on the battlefield at every level of warfare. A portrait quite at odds with many of the historical depictions of Grant. He was dismissed as incompetent or corrupt or an alcoholic that couldn't manage his demons and his alcohol. Lincoln, when told that Grant drank, famously responded, find out what he drinks, give it to the other generals, at least he fights. <laughs> the wheel of history has turned and Grant now stands on a pedestal with only two other Americans while statues of Robert E. Lee are coming down. For CBS Saturday Morning, this is David Martin. I hate Penn. how they're taking down the Robert did, E. Lee stage. Did you catch how they threw that in at the end of there? Yeah. I liked that, actually. I thought that was a beautiful kind of a little ending to... Rem the segment was very much so, let's remember these heroes. And I, Mike, what's your take on this? Uh, you know, the third... <clears throat> What is he like? The third highest-ranking guy now in the military is that? What no, this I makes? guess that would be the highest. He's up there with George Washington <laughs> and, and Pershing, Blackjack Pershing. Uh, I give it to him. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's dead. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Is that? Is this just? If kind anything, of if anything, this is just more of a win for Biden than Grant because now he'll go into the history books as the <laughs> the guy who promoted him. Oh, I didn't see that. So this is just a bunch of PR bullshit, huh? Yeah, I don't All know. All right, okay. I hate when they do that. I guess. Well, I thought it was a cool opportunity to uh, listen to a little bit of history. And... Oh, you should definitely remember Grant and what he did. I, I, do, I do like how they throw it in there. Like, it's okay to remember that, you know, these great men of history were also drunks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not perfect. Absolutely. Like, like womanizers. For some sure. Some of them owned slaves and fucked them, you know? <laughs> For sure. Imperfect heroes like uh, the Babe. Babe Ruth was a drunken womanizer. Yeah. A hero for all the little boys of that era, but, you know. It's, you know? Yeah, Thomas, for sure. Thomas Jefferson owned slaves, fucked them, but he also gave us the uh, declaration, you know? Yes. Yeah, I, I do enjoy the idea. You don't want people to be perfect because then there's bullshit. There's fuckery involved with the history, right? It's actually better almost that there are these imperfections in these people's characters you know because you get it makes perfect them more perfect. Is like a Mark Zuckerberg, just like this like weird alien that's, yes. that, like, that doesn't even exist. It's exactly the truth. You almost need to embrace these imperfections to be real. Otherwise, you you're a fictitious character. Because one thing Grant did that was genius, like Grant, he was uh, not a, it, like 
you got to like they were able some of a lot of these uh leaders they're really good at reading soldiers and and more doing something that might not make sense uh strateg- strategically mm-hmm. but is more of a demoralizing thing you know interesting where mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm going to i'd rather demoralize your men cuz you can't win without them right I don't know, man. The Civil War sounds fucked up, man. It was kind of crazy, right? Like, oh, these yeah. guys had no real protection from not just even the weaponry being unleashed on them, but, like, To, the to be fair, you didn't have bulletproof that, vests, you know? but you could only shoot one bullet at a time, and it took you, like, a minute to reload, and the shit was not accurate. But also, they were bombarding them with uh, cannons and really kind of more advanced weaponry, stuff that was kind of being introduced. Dude, yeah. you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, most wars, if not all wars, there are the opportunities for countries to expand on their arsenal, waste old stuff, and maybe even test out these new experimental kind of technologies was the civil war no different probably that's where you got the machine gun we got uh, even the submarine i believe we got a lot of action out of the uh the whole civil war a lot of technological advances in warfare came out of it so isn't that maybe the purpose of all war yeah it's also got the gat that's where you got the gatling gun man with the fucking like four barrels it's kind of where we uh, transitioned out of two, like, or maybe that was the World War Two or one. I'm sorry, which was, I guess, in perspective, not too far off from the Civil War, where we got away from the whole marching in unison to just be slaughtered. Seems like a silly. World method. War One, they kind of did do the same. Kind of started the same way, but then it changed because of all the new technology that that. Because of the machine guns and everything, that's why they kind of went... That's when trench war got invented. The trench warfare. <clears throat> yeah, it seems like warfare for uh, a little while there was a pretty rough compared to nowadays where... I'm not saying it's rough now, but it definitely is a little more controlled, if you will. No, I, I think World War One would be the worst war to have fought in. Just even... More than Period. any of the others, really? Period. Because World War I was the first war that... World War I was the one war where you literally had old-school strategy up against new-school technology. Where it was like, dude, you were... World War I, they were sending... Fl- like, you had a guy with a sword, right, leading a flank of men against machine guns that are pretty close to what we have today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, man. you know what I mean? The world, as far as, like, as far as, like, rate of fire and everything, like... Oh, yeah. Accuracy, <laughs> so that's you know, like I forgot what they said in World War One. It was like uh, I forgot how many millions of horses died. You know, it was like men were riding on horses. That's pretty wild. Up against machine guns, like they were testing out. You know, I mean, they were little fucking uh, looking like Frank. You know, the Wright brothers planes, but they were fucking. There was a pilot in there dropping bombs by hand. You know. Like, they were testing that shit out in World War One, Which is also have- crazy to think about. Like, you're grabbing these bombs, <laughs> just dropping them. Literally just dropping bombs. Just dropping them. Yeah, like out of your lap or something. Because they didn't have it. And then, they, and then one guy invented the, the, the thing that launches them, you know? With the little stick and the, the door that opens. And then here we are, and we're selling Patriot missiles to Ukraine. To Ukraine. <laughs> hundred years later. I mean, really, soldiers. I mean, we're really good at keeping soldiers alive now. But dude, World War One, it was like you went in, you were. Also, think about it, Mike. We're talking about a war right now. It was over a hundred years ago that we're talking about a guy dropping bombs physically out of a plane. To now, we're doing discussions on Patriot missiles and think of the wild technology we have these days. And I still contend we have crazy laser technology and shit in space that nobody talks about. But you know, I, I'm. Well, see, my thinking is if so, if we're at the point now that we're giving Patriot missiles away, Mm -hmm. think about it. Like we're just gonna give them to Ukraine. Like we don't need these guys. That means we got (laughs) that. That means we. That means we've perfected and we have fielded the lasers that are shooting down missiles. Yeah, our technology must be unfathomable. But we don't missiles. Like a million a pop. Yeah, we'll give them to Ukraine. We'll (laughs) make a bunch of money off of it. That's right. And we'll defend our borders with these missiles that don't need to be reloaded. 
You're selling the expired meat on discount is what's going on here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It is kind of crazy to think about how we are about 100 years from that trench warfare in what you are describing as maybe the worst war to have to fight in. That's not a lot of time, historically speaking. No. That is an incredible advancement. That may have been the most wild advancement, and then what would be the next one after that? Maybe uh, when we invaded in the Middle East the second time. The yeah. the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Uh, it seems like we, that's when we really kicked the technology up a notch. <clears throat> we were no longer rolling with the shit that we put out in the Gulf War in 1991. The Iraq War and what we did in Dude, Afghanistan. We, we totally that, that took was... over. I mean, we took over Iraq. We didn't. We only lost a couple thousand people. And what about the advancement in warfare technology that we kind of? Practiced out there, right? It was practice is the only way to describe it. I can only imagine. Field tested. Field testing. Thank you. That's a little more professional speaking. Sounds better. (laughs) It's an easier sell to the uh, shareholders. And so here we are, dude. Zelensky's out of here. He's asking for more money. You've said it yourself. Seems like we got special forces out there. Ukraine. Is this the new? Is this yeah. the next warfare zone or the war zone? Is this oh, the place yeah. where we're going to test the new technology? Are we going to see the laser drone warfare we've been kind of anticipating for all these years? Uh, probably not in Ukraine. I think you're going to start. I mean, I don't know. It would be really cool to see those lasers in action. That's what I'm saying. Come on. I, I, I think feel they're invisible. Like well, I'm into your... So you would literally just see a missile blow up in the air. Well, I dig your perspective of uh, we're dumping the old stuff for Ukraine but at a price. We're making a little money off of oh, it. D- uh, 20 years ago, you never heard us of, heard about us getting Patriot missiles to anybody, right? Absolutely. Why not? Because that was top-of-the-line technology. We were using it. Yeah, now we're, we're s- just handing them out. <laughs> we're you know? selling the used cars so we could buy the new Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> This is the garage sale for sure. <laughs> it's the garage sale, my man. <laughs> Give them the javelins and the patriots. That's right. I, I'm into it. I really am. <laughs> and that box of green shirts. But look, Zelensky will love them. I do think that there has to be proxy wars, and maybe the powers that be have decided, okay, the next proxy war will be in Europe. It'll be staged in Ukraine. Now, the real proxy wars you don't hear about. Syria, Libya. Oh, I thought know. that was over with. Though we moved all the technology elsewhere. Are Syria's we... over, you know, but you still got like um, Libya. So proxy wars are where we're dropping the drone strikes, but we don't uh, really report it unless it leaks to the news, if you will. And dude, somebody was telling. I, I think we got a lot of people right now in Africa. Like, um, I don't know why. Like Yemen and, and those places? So it's always really crazy. You know how like things will come out like in a series kind of? It's like it all comes at once. Yeah, absolutely. It was like this one guy was telling me how uh, he was on a deployment in Africa a couple of years ago. All right. Right? Yeah. And I was like, Africa, that's kind of weird, right? And he, he went to the Congo. It was like this guy, t- you know, and then like once you hear one guy talk about it, you start noticing like a lot of other people. And then there was like this article about like these special forces training in the Congo. And then... What happens the other day, this guy goes on Joe Rogan and he's talking about how all the U.S. big tech companies and like uh, like Apple and everything, they're dependent on these um, cobalt mining, illegal cobalt mining in the Congo. Wow. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of shit always happens. And I feel like right now there's a huge thing. I feel like there's something going on in Africa and we are just obviously we're just exploiting the shit out of their resources. And it's not being reported by the mainstream uh, legacy media, I can only assume, because they are in some ways in cahoots and profiting. And you got, and it makes sense, because if we're cutting off Russia, like, Russia's the best place for heavy metals. 
And if we can't get him from Russia, I mean, next, your next choice is Africa. And or Black Sabbath is what I like to tell everyone. Why? For heavy metal, Mike. <laughs> Come on, guy. Do you rock? <laughs> Frank, it's been so long. I haven't got the lead out. You know what I mean? Frank, me down. You can ease into it with some Led Zeppelin if you need to. <laughs>